Get ready to be inspired, uplifted, and encouraged. Welcome to Woman to Woman Inspire, where we sip on tea and dive into the matters of a woman's heart. Grab a seat as we take you on a trip of faith-filled conversations. Hey, 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 it's your host, Brianna. I'm coming to you with a new episode. We are having Bible study. Woo, woo. Guess who stepped out on faith? God has been dealing with me for a long time with this, and I finally stepped out the boat, and I'm walking on faith, and I got my eyes geared towards Jesus. So I hope you enjoy our first lesson of the year. We will be with you every Tuesday. Um, A new episode will be uploaded. Please don't forget, leave your comments, leave your questions, and as always, thank you for your support. go ahead and get started because we only got 40 minutes on here so and I'm sure they're going to be walking in because um I had accidentally sent them a text that said 709 so 709 by accident and they were like what's what's up with the seven with the nine and I said oh that was an accident <laughs> now people people think you sent it out of cold or stuff uh-huh uh-huh so okay so I'm gonna do a um a series and we're talking about walking in the supernatural power of God. And um, God had given me this because he was dealing with me with 2021 and how uh, we're going to really have to be and how we're really going to have to tap into his power. And, you know, the super, his supernatural power, and we know that God doesn't do anything that's normal. Everything he does is abnormal, unusual. And how he's going to um, use us is going to be very unusual. How he is going to bless us is going to be very unusual. Um, how he's going to keep us going to be very unusual, um, especially to those who don't believe. But of course, we're called to be the light into the world. And so we have to be that light in a dark place, even to those who are believers, but those who have backslidden and who have lost hope, who have lost faith and really lost their belief because of things that have happened. Um, And I think for me, that's really important because I've sat there many occasions over the 15 years. I just celebrated 15 years of... um, life to the Lord and um so I'm excited about that yeah that's good yeah so I'm excited about that um we have somebody else hey Brandy she's connecting so but yeah so I just celebrated the 15 years and so anyway but through those 15 years hey Brandy hey hey Um, And so in those 15 years, I have had my ups and I've had my downs. I've had my um, times where I had faith, strong faith. And then there were times where I didn't know where God was, you know? And so I had to really, really get in a place um, by myself, really. And then get in a place with God where God could really, really minister to me out of those dark places. And Mm -hmm. it was really through our what we're talking about, Brandy, is walking in the supernatural power of God. And so um, so having God to really minister to me out of those dark places. And a lot of times people talk about how they could get in those, that uh, place with God and uh, um, immediately, you know, once they tap into God, immediately they were made well. Well, that wasn't always the case with me. I 
oftentimes would get well and then go right back into that dark place again because I'm believing God, but at the same time, I couldn't see where God was going to even move on my behalf or in my situation. And so um, learning how to really tap in and stay tapped in. And so the first, the main thing that we're going to, the first thing that we're going to talk about is worship. Um, in order to even tap into God and really experience his presence and experience him on a whole nother level, we have to worship. We really have to worship. And a lot of times people talk about worship um, and they talk about, um, they mix worship and praise. And so we know that worship is not the same as praise. We yeah. worship God because we, we worship him, you know, and we're going to come from John 4 and 24, but we worship God out of adoration. We don't worship him for his hands. We don't worship him for the things um, that the, the material things that he has done. But we worship him because he's such a good God. He's a great God. Uh, we know that we don't have life without God. And before we got saved, we didn't know what life was was until we said yes to God. You know, um, and so let's go to John 4 and 24. And then if y'all have questions, if y'all want to talk, please feel free to, because this is open. So 4 um, and 24, and I'm reading out of my, I have... Men, Jackie, you have your Bible. Look, we have the same Bible. So this is one of my favorite Bible, Tony mm -hmm. Evans. So I'm coming out of Tony Evans' um, study Bible. So it says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we're going to, let's read a little further about, um, it says, the woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who was called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus told her, I, the one speaking to you, am he. And so a lot of times we don't recognize Christ <laughs> speaking to us because we have yet to get in the spirit. We can't hear God clearly until we learn how to fully walk in the spirit. And we can do that. You know, we not going to always be in the spirit. But we should be so sensitive to the spirit that we're always hearing him talk to us. And what God was dealing with me with is that we have gotten so complacent that our spiritual senses have become dull because we're not worshiping him, worshiping him as we should. And so um, in worship, we give of ourselves. We don't think about nothing but getting to God. And so when you're worshiping God, uh, when you're desperate enough, all you want to do is get to the hem of his garment, right? And so when you think about the, the lady with the issue of blood, she was desperate. Mm -hmm. And so when we get, when we are worshiping, we have got to get desperate. We can't, we have to let go of um, ourselves. meaning that if we, got, if we get to get loud, then we need to get loud. Whatever it takes for me to get to Jesus, then that's what I need to do. Whatever it takes for me to crucify my flesh, that is what I need to do. And a lot of times we don't get to the place of crucifixion of our flesh because we let other things get in the way. Can my neighbor, especially at home, can my neighbors hear me? If you're married, can my, am I, is, can my spouse hear me? Um, 
you know, things of that nature are even within ourselves, we think that we sound crazy or we sound ridiculous. Um, and so we can be our own worst enemy. You know, and so when we become desperate enough, we don't, you really don't care. When your back is up against the wall and you just won't need to get in his presence, then it doesn't matter what is going on around us. It doesn't matter what my mind is saying. It doesn't matter how much I feel like I'm, I'm embarrassing myself. Because um, I remember when I first began to really get into the spirit I remember when I first began to get in the spirit um, and truly began to seek God um, because it was some things that I just, it wasn't that I needed him to do anything. It was, but I just needed peace. And I knew if I could just get in the presence of God, if I can just get um, in his presence, then everything would be made all right. My mind could calm down. Those thoughts that I had could stop those worries that I had, they could, uh, God would cease them to, con to consume me because there was a time where I walked around and I was so consumed with um, gloom and doom. Just gloom and doom because everything around me, hey, Sister Tina, everything around me appeared to be gloom and doom. I lost my house. My daughter was diagnosed with cancer. I couldn't get a job. It was like, Lord, I gave my life to you. And now here it is. It seems like nothing is working out. I lost my sister. I couldn't even pray. I'm, here I am, a woman of prayer, and I'm praying everybody else out of their circumstances. But then my sister is sitting there fighting for her life. And Lord, you won't even let me pray for her. Mm, mm, mm. What do you do during those times? And, you know, and I'm praying to keep my house. And it seems like, God is not doing nothing or working for me on my behalf. But I knew, but I still knew that God was still good. I just couldn't see God being good in that moment. We're talking about um, tapping into the supernatural power of God. And we're talking about worship. And, you know, and so I had gotten real desperate. I mean, desperate. I'm so desperate that I would sit at the edge of my bed sometimes. And you know, the song says, when I couldn't even, when I can't even say a word, what do we do? We just wave our hands. Have you ever gotten to a point where you can't say, you don't have no words to say in prayer. All you can do is just sit there in your own tears and cry before the Lord. And so God will put us in those situations in the fiery furnace. And that's what they are, are fiery furnaces to get a worship, to birth worship out of us. We don't like it. It hurts. But God puts us in those places where we have to deny ourselves and begin to just cry out to God and invoke his presence to come in. And I'm not meaning where, you know, there's, again, there's a difference when we're seeking him because we really need him to do um you know, Lord, I need you to help pay my bills. Lord, I need you to, you know, be, you know, fix things in my life. But there's a time where we just need to get in the spirit because in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Mm -hmm. If we have fullness of joy, then guess what? I don't care what we go through. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So we can get through anything. 
but the enemy comes in like a flood to, to steal, kill, and destroy those things out of us. And so if we're not careful, we're allowing him to take those things. And if we're not worshiping, we're, just, we're, we're, we're really walking around just, just void. We're empty. We're really empty. And so finding the good in every situation, no matter how, how, how um, grim it is, you know, especially for um, us that have went through a lot of stuff. God doesn't, God puts on, everybody has been through something. Your struggle, your struggle, it's not my struggle, but it doesn't make it any less, mm-hmm. you know? And so we got to remember that everybody has gone through something and what God puts on us is what he knows we can bear, whether we think we can bear it or not. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth. Whether we think we can bear it or not, God puts it on us because he knows the treasure that he has placed on the inside of us that he's trying to get us to activate. And so we can't activate those things in our flesh. We can't activate those things when we are um, thinking about the situation versus thinking about the problem solver. So we got to keep our minds stayed on God. And it's a hard thing, but that's why worship is so important worship and worship and really knowing who God is. Who is God to you? How do you view God? Are you grateful to God? Are, do you, are, are you so grateful to God that God even give, gave you another chance to get it right? You know, um, because many people didn't make it to this year. We know COVID-19 took a lot of people, but thanks be unto God. Even though we had to go about our daily lives, he still kept us. He kept us, right? Mm-hmm. And so for that, I'm grateful. A lot of people lost their jobs. You know, I, uh, one, my testimony is that I hadn't worked all year, but my bank account continuously kept getting fed. I had bills, uh, money for my bills. That's a good God. That's a good God. You know, every time I turned around, there was something else popping up in my account. There was somebody blessing me, giving me something, thanking, you know, they thanking God for whatever God spoke through me and they wanted to sow a seed. So that by itself is a blessing. And so I never saw want. I never saw lack. And so because of that, and God didn't have to do it because Lord knows 2020, I wasn't the best. I wasn't the best. I didn't, I promise you, I can raise my hands and both my feet and let you know the Lord probably should have took me out. (laughs) Oh, nobody else, but God could have took me out. He could have said, look, girl, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you because you, you over here acting a plump fool now. You don't forgot who I am, Mm. but God's mercy still kept me in the midst of it all. And when I said, I didn't want to, God said, you going to. And so where I said, I'm not worthy to do this anymore. God said, you are worthy. I called you, yes. justified you, and I cleansed you with the blood. That's a good God. Yes. That's a good God. When I felt like I couldn't be forgiven for things that I had done, mm-hmm. God forgave me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, how can you forgive me of things that I've said? I've said such horrible things. I felt such horrible things. And God said, I'm a God that will love you. Nothing that you've done can ever make me not love you or forgive you. That's a good God. Mm-hmm. When man will hold grudges against us, God still loves us. 
When man will tell us about our yesterday, God is telling us about our tomorrow. That's a good God. That's a good God. Even in the midst of me becoming angry with God, you know, church tells the traditional church tells us that you can't get mad at God where the devil is alive because we got books in the Bible where the prophets got mad at God. Jeremiah was one. He's like, well, you got me out here looking like a fool. Why? He got a whole, he got a whole, um, a whole book where he crying. We got Job. He cursed the day he was born. He's like, Lord Jesus. He cursed that day. So yes, can we get mad, but we need to hurry up and get it right. But yes, we still have these emotions. We still have these feelings. Um, but it's in worship where God comes in and truly, truly begins to transform the things around us. I'm, I'm going to try to get to my nose, but I want to get off, get the, what God has given me in my spirit. And you know, when we worship on a continual basis and we have that connection with God through our worship, we can, any atmosphere that we enter, we can change it. Have you ever went into an atmosphere and it's like, it's heavy in here. It's heavy in here. I know for myself, God has dealt with me. If I have slacked off in my worship and walked into church and he's like, you the reason it's like this because you out of order. I'm out here, you out of order. But when you get an order and you worship like you're supposed to, when you walk into the room, you change because you bring my glory. So worship births out God's glory in our life. We look for his glory, but God is looking for us to worship. We look for God's hand to be moved, but God is looking for us to worship. And so when we don't worship as we should, we miss out on a lot of the things that God is trying to birth forth in us. We can shift our very lives through the way that we worship because that's the very, that's the foundation of having a supernatural power to work in us and through us. And so for those of you who are just now coming in, we're talking about walking in the supernatural power of God and we're doing, it's going to be a series. So we're talking about worship. And again, um, don't forget, it's open. It's an open Bible study. If you have questions, if you want to um, give your input, please do so. Um, so our hearts must be positioned in the right place, which is the truth of who God is. And with that truth, which is found in the word, begins about a gratitude for who he is and his love for us. And so there's, you cannot worship God in spirit and in truth without knowing who he is. Mm -hmm. And we don't get to know who God is unless we get and have a relationship mm -hmm. with this word. We must have a relationship with the word of God to even begin to know who he is, the attributes and his character. You know, we can experience him, but we can't really know him unless we get in his word. And we can't, we won't know when he's speaking to us unless we get into his word. Mm. Because how can I know a God and I don't know his voice? Mm. And I won't know his voice unless I know his word. Mm. Because God always speaks to us in his word. Mm -hmm. We look for confirmation in a lot of things, but you don't need it if you got the word of God. Because when he speaks to you, that's God. Because nothing he tells us will ever go against his word. Nothing he ever tells us will ever go against his word. He does not contradict himself. You know, you have people who want to take the word and bend it for their own like, liking to make that to, for self-gratification. But a real relationship would make you eat of his word and make you walk it out. 
and the conviction of the word will come upon you when you need to be convicted. Um, so then and only then can you worship in spirit and in truth. Most people miss it because they thank God for his hands, but not for his heart towards his people. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people thank God for what he has done with his hands. Thank you, Lord, for um, my house. Thank you, Lord, for the clothes on my back. And, you know, you hear that. That's a common phrase. You know, Lord, thank you for being a in which those are things that we should. Don't, don't, I want you to take, take me wrong. But I got to know that God is a, is a father. He's my father. He's a good father. So those things that he gives me, that comes with me being his daughter. Just like me being a mother to my children, it comes with me making sure they eat, making sure I put clothes on their back. But the way that our children love on us, it's, they don't, they're not loving on us because, oh, you gave me a, a new outfit. Oh, you got them shoes. No, they love on us because they have experienced our love for them. So we love on God because we have experienced the love that he has for us. And so our hearts have got to be in that position to even receive of his love. And a lot of times our hearts are not in that position because we are such a, a people of self-gratification of I always want or I need you to do this. I need you to do that. If you're not doing this for me, then you don't love me. But that's not God because a lot of times God just ain't going to do just because he said it ain't time for you to get it. Mm-hmm. So are you going to still love him? If you don't come when you need when you think you need him. Are you going to still love them? Do you still call them good? When all hell is breaking out, can you still get in the midst of that storm and say, God is still good? Can you still look an enemy in their face and say, my God is still good? Mm-hmm. I know what you're trying to do, but God is still good. Mm-hmm. I know what it looked like, but I know that because my daddy in heaven loves me, he's going to work this out and it's going to work for my good. Whatever you're trying to work out in me, God, Because a lot of times we think God is trying to work on the outside, but God is working on the inside, Mm -hmm. trying to get us to go deeper in the spirit, deeper Mm -hmm. in the spirit. Because I cannot walk on water in my flesh. Mm -hmm. I can only walk on water in my spirit. Mm -hmm. I might get out the boat because I'm, I'm a person of, I don't fear nothing. But if you don't have the faith, if you don't have, if you're not walking in the spirit, you're not going to get very far. You're just not going to get very far, you know? Um, And so God is trying to always work something out on the inside of us. And when we worship God, it is, um, it's different ways that we can worship God. It's not always, you know, when we get on our knees, it's not always um, when we, you know, of course we tell them things. It's not always we, and we're going to get into that. So we present our bodies a, a, a reasonable sacrifice. That's that's you know we present our bodies, and so are we are God's hands and we are His feet, we are His mouthpiece, and so how we use this body that He's given us are acts of worship. And we're gonna we're we're gonna get into that. I don't want to jump too far here. Um, so when was the last time you thought about how unworthy you were, but God still loved you and he still kept you? He hadn't given up on you when people walked away, said you weren't called, 
um, scandalize your name or when you sinned against God, but yet he covered you in the midst of it. Have you ever did something? <laughs> Let me tell you, have you ever done something and you like, Lord, this got out, but God, and it made me think about what he did with Adam and Eve. What did he do? They tried to cover up their own stuff. They took leaves and tried to cover up their own stuff. But God came and he did the first sacrifice and he covered them. How many times did God covered you? Because if that thing got out, Lord knows that thing right there got out. And God's like, I love you too much. I ain't going to let that get out. I'm not going to let that get out. I'm going to cover you. And I'm going to let you know I love you just that much. I ain't going to let everybody know what you've done. I'm going to cover you. Mm -hmm. How many times has God done that for us? We ain't Let me tell you, we ain't perfect. Even though there are people out here walk around here right now and you say he without sin cast the first stone. We living in a generation now. Those Negroes that pick up a stone. <laughs> they pick up a stone. They bold. They'll pick it up. And act like they ain't never done nothing. Your sin might not look like my sin, baby, but I promise you, I promise you, you got sin too. And God has covered you. God has truly covered you. And so um, what I love about God is just that, I mean, can't nobody do us like God can do us. Can't nobody do us like God does us. And so for us to not worship him the way that we or have gratitude towards God, you know, we got to look at our inward self. What is, it, what is it, God, that's on the inside of me that's got me looking at you like you are the worst person I've known? Because that's what we're telling God. When we choose to lean to the negative of a thing and not choose to lean on God, God, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand it. I don't know why you're doing it. But I still choose to trust you. I still choose to worship you. Even in the midst of this. I still choose to worship you. I remember when um, my sister, when she passed away and I was, I, I was given, as soon as I got back off the plane, I was given an assignment to preach. And I said, preach where? Well, what? And the first thing that dropped in my spirit was her. I said, well, Lord, you done took her own home to be with you. I'm going to preach my way into heaven. Because <laughs> one day I want to see her. I want to see her. So if I got to preach my way into heaven, I'm going to preach my way into heaven. Because, Lord... You saw fit to take her first. All right. Now where I was sad, I was like, I'm not sad. You just chose to take her first. But I'm going to work my way to get there. I'm going to do what I got to do to get there because I want to go where she's at. Because she's not on this side of heaven no more. She's on the other side of Jordan and she's rejoicing. She's with our mother. She's rejoicing. You know, so I'm like, all right, I take, I don't know why you want me to preach, but I preached myself happy. I did. I, I preached. Until I, it was like, it, it was like God was in front of me himself and he was giving me a grade. I preached like I had been an old Baptist preacher for probably 50 years <laughs> because I chose to worship God and it wasn't about me anymore. I had to put myself to the side and I had to say, God, just use me, use me, Lord, use me however you see fit. And sometimes we got to do that even with tears in our eyes. 
Man, sometimes even with tears in our eyes, we got to be like, okay, God. All right, Lord, whatever. Whatever. And I've done it. I've done it. I have made my way sometimes to prayer with on my knees, literally on my knees, tears in my eyes. And I just lift up my hands and say, Lord, I thank you anyway. And it's in those small moments that God comes in and, you know, and it's like the tears that were falling all of a sudden dried up in my eyes. I couldn't cry no more, you know, because God had came in. Because he tells us, and ain't that's another thing. Do you believe God? Do you take him at his word? Because he says, I'm close to the broken hearted. Child, when you're broken hearted, that's the best time <laughs> to really start worshiping him. Because he's right there with you. He walking right there with you. Every step of the doggone way. And what God will do is what I love about God, because he's trying to get us to a place where we are totally relying on him, is that he'll make people not answer the phone. Have y'all, I got best friends. And when they used to not answer that phone, I would get mad. Y'all not answering that doggone phone. I don't appreciate y'all. Y'all not trying to, you know, but God was like, no, I need you to lean on me. <laughs> you know, I need you to lean on me. And I'm like, they're not my friends. They're not being my, and God's like, shut up. You're acting like a kid. And he's like, I need you to lean on me. Lean on me. You want to go to man to talk, but I'm here. I got your answers. I'm the only one who can, who can, who can ease your soul. I'm the only one who can give you peace that surpasses all understanding. I'm the only one who can do that for you. People can talk to us and we need, we need to be in those relationships, but there are certain times where God is saying, I just want you to myself because there are things that God wants to reveal to us. Secrets. There's mysteries. There's mysteries to this, to this stuff. Ephesians talks about the mysteries of God and he can only reveal it to us when he can get our full attention. So sometimes we wonder why this going on, why this going on? And God said, I'm gonna keep letting it go on until you get it in your, until you get it in your brain, you know, till you get it in your brain that I need you to get over here, turn your plate down, turn your phone off, get away from people and get before me. Because if you don't, we're not going to, when we don't do that, we don't, we start to operate and we're not oily. The anointing is not there. The oil is not there. And so it's like, we, it's friction, just friction. Every time we turn, we get frustrated. The frustration is because you ain't set before God and allow him to pour the anointing. And in worship, even when we are in our worship um, places with God, God is pouring. He truly pours on you. Who has been in worship and ever went higher in the Lord when you came out? Oh, Jesus. I know I have. I have went to other places through my worship. It's work. It's dedication. It's a daily thing. and We have to be disciplined to it. Even in them times where we don't even hear God. Okay, I don't went in here. I don't worship and I don't cry. And, oh, thank you, Jesus. And now I'm, I'm waiting for to hear and God don't speak. <laughs> it's still all right. Because God still accepted your worship. Does anybody want to say something before we go further? Okay. So um, 
Psalms 8, 4 and 6 says, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visited him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory. That's one of my favorite scriptures. That is one of my favorite scriptures. What is, who am I, Lord, that you, you are so mindful of me? You made us a little lower than the angels. You have crowned us with glory and with honor. Why? Why? Because you had to send your son to die for us and to shed his blood to take our sins away. And you knew, especially when I ain't been such a, such a Christian, Lord, you knew what I was going to do today, Lord. But you still are so mindful. You're so mindful when... Um, you're so mindful of us, and hopefully this continues. Um, so when you're so mindful that you don't you don't consume me in in the midst of me doing some jacked up stuff, you know, he don't consume. It's because he has such love and kindness, and his love for us surpasses all our understanding. And when we can really settle, get that, and settle, get that, allow that to settle in our spirits. I'm talking to myself, when we can allow that to really settle in our spirits, things will not affect us the way that they have been. 2020 for a lot of people was a bad year. Emotions, I mean, things, just chaos. And it was like, man, you know? And so we, a lot of people found themselves doing things that they was way out of character. But it was God coming and saying, baby, it's because you've gotten complacent. It's because you have placed things on the altar of your heart where I should be. Mm, and that, mm. and God is good because what God could have did was, all right, I'm gonna send down fire now. I'm gonna just, I'm done. But he's, it's not his will that nobody should perish. It's not, it's not his will. Even when he casts judgments on us, he says, if you in the prophets, he read, he goes back, he said, Well, if you just repent and turn back to me, I forget about them judgments. And that's what he says. If you just repent and come, you know, and so God is just who are we, Lord, that you love us that much? And I just want to say, with 2020, it was a bad year for a lot of people, however, a lot of people did see God in 2020 mm -hmm. um, through the pandemic, through all the deaths. It, it, it was a way of showing man, your man, mm -hmm. I'm God. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a necessary, it was necessary mm -hmm. to go through the pandemic. It was necessary, even though we lost a lot of people, over 300,000, it was still necessary to bring individuals closer to God because a lot of people did turn to God when they saw well, my, my money, my friends, my family can't stop this. Mm -hmm. And they turned to God. So it, even in that bad situation, it is still being turned around mm -hmm. in our presence. Yep, it is. It is. And we got to make sure that we keep it up. A lot of times what I find is that when we're going through hard times, you know, we, we, we begin to seek God mm -hmm. and we begin to seek his faith. But then when times get, get to being all right, we stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We stop. A lot of people do that. They stop. Um, so I think that is really good. And we got to keep up a posture of worship. And worship is not just occasional acts. 
Um, it's not limited to your church. It's not limited to uh, prayer services. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship is a lifestyle. Everything you do with your life should be done unto God um, out of obedience, out of love uh, for God. So it's a lifestyle that we have. It's the actual lifestyle um, that we have. Um, sh we should be praising God for his goodness, his greatness, and his beauty. We should be a, a we should be loving him, honoring him, reverencing him um, through our way of living. He alone is worthy to be praised. We got to remember that he alone is worthy to be praised. And when we think about that, sometimes if we're not careful, we'll begin to praise people in place of God. We're supposed to honor one another. Mm -hmm. So I honor you. I honor you. But I don't praise you. Mm -hmm. I say I thank God for you. <laughs> but I don't praise you. Um, I say, you know, I honor you for who, whatever position you play in life, but I don't worship you as though you're, you're my God. You're the, my source. God uses people. We are, he uses us all as resources for one another, but God and God alone is worthy. It's the only one who's worthy to be praised. And so again, Romans 12 and one tells us that we should offer our bodies as a living sacrifice as it is our true and proper worship. So presenting our bodies as a servant of the soul in the service of God. So we are presenting our bodies as a servant. We are to serve God with our bodies. Um, it's to yield the members of our body as instruments of righteousness. So we should always be striving for righteousness. Um, because as we begin, as we worship God with our bodies, of course, um, we have to make sure that we're in right standing. Um, it is Christ living in the soul by faith that makes the body a living sacrifice because we can't do it on our own. We can't do it without the spirit of God. We can try, but we can't, we just can't do it. Um, and that's why, you know, when we think about Moses in the 10 commandments, the commandments was only brought just to show man that you sing. Right. <laughs> no matter what you do, you're going to always find something in them commandments. And, you know, we talk about the 10, but there's, hundreds of commandments that God had given. Um, so holy love kindles our sacrifices that we do within the body. When we say holy love, we mean love towards God. So the more that you fall in love with God, just like our children want to please us, you know how our children, oh, mommy, look, or, look, look. And so we, with holy love towards God, will want to do everything that pleases him with our, with our minds, with our hearts, with our souls, with our bodies. And so when, and conviction, I have been convicted. I have been convicted when I have said something very ugly. I remember I had said something very ugly to someone and I walked away and was like, walked away, honey. I done told them and the Holy Spirit was like, mm-mm. And I mean, the conviction that fell on me, I'm crying at this point because the conviction was so strong and I had to go back and say, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry I said that. I'm sorry I made you feel whatever way I made you, I'm sorry. Because when we don't do that, number one, <laughs> number one, God ain't gonna hear nothing from us. So if I would have disobeyed, went on and, at, and thought I was gonna get in my prayer closet, it would have been, a, my prayer would have been, and it would have went nowhere nowhere because you have to be able to admit your wrongs get it right with your brethren you got to get it right because the reason i went off on because <laughs> i had a problem with it right 
Mm-hmm. You just don't go off on people. Right. So I had to go back and get that thing right because God said, I ain't gonna I forgive you as you forgive others. Well, you better get it right. You want me to forgive you? You better learn how to forgive. Be merciful. Blessed are those who are merciful. So when we don't show mercy, we don't get mercy. Have, when we do not show mercy towards one another, I don't know why they acting like that. Cause you ain't, cause brother John, you cussed him out. So you reaping what you sowed over here in this situation right here. And God is showing you. We don't, whatever you reap, you gonna sow it. And so we gotta be careful with God, even when we don't want, even, even when we don't, I've had people do me dirty. I mean, do me dirty. You might well stick a knife in my in the front of me and in the back, but God makes me go and still love them the way that he loves me. And that's hard. You know why? You know why? Because I'm like, no, they done me wrong. And God is saying, no, honey, you done me wrong because I sent my son <laughs> to die for your foolish self. Ain't nobody perfect. Now, God ain't telling us to go and be buddy-buddy, but God is saying, the way that I see you, I'm going to need you to see them like that, too. They don't know no better. They don't even know who they're coming up against. They don't know who they're coming up against. So when Jesus was on that cross and he looked out and he saw them people that had put out them palm branches, y'all just was praising me. Y'all just was praising me the other day. And now you're up here talking about crucify him. Crucify me. Crucify me. You're going to find that. This walk with Christ, you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer. There's no way around it. You're going to suffer. And to suffer with Christ now is to lay the reign with him. And the present sufferings of now, the present sufferings that we're going through can't compare. If you suffer now and the, the, the glory to come, baby, I'm here to tell you. I can, I, I have experienced it. I mean, I have experienced the suffering and then have God to come back, man, in the glory. You Do you see, do you see where I'm at now? Do you see the house that I'm in now? I suffer. <laughs> I suffer. I have had people talk about me like a dog and say, I won't go never have nothing. Nothing. Brianna's not supposed to be here. Brianna's not supposed to st- still look good. I'm supposed to look crazy and still live in a house with rats and water bugs. <laughs> mm. But because I suffered, because I chose to worship, because I chose to take God at his word, and mm. even in those times, even getting mad at God and not understanding why I still chose to hold on, even if it was to his pinky. I was holding on to his pinky, but I still chose to worship, mm. even when it hurt even when it hurt, because I knew God loved me. I just couldn't comprehend the love that he had for me because I couldn't understand that God could see a far, a far ahead of me where I didn't know that a job, a promising job was going to fall through. God knew that job was going to fall through. and He knew I was going to be sitting in the house and I couldn't afford it because I didn't have a job. God saw that. In the house that I wanted and I thought I had, I, they were building it up. Don't look nothing like the house I got now. Don't look nothing like it. Didn't look nothing like it was small. It was just, but look what God did. 
So, you know, we got to choose to believe God and take God at his word. Um, so, and we must be holy, real holiness, which consists in an entire, um, our way of thinking and our behavior um, of our heart and our life. We must be set apart for God's use. And so we're talking about walking in the supernatural and the first stage to it is, uh, is worshiping because that's how we really uh, set the atmosphere for us to walk in the spirit. Um, we got to have our minds and um, our behaviors have got to be lined up with God and we have got to set ourselves apart for his use. God can't use us if we're raggedy. He God's not going to use us if we're raggedy. Our gifts and our callings comes without repentance. But the anointing, he'll strip it away. Got to take your anointing. Um, Saul is a prime example. Saul stayed in position for years. He wasn't anointed for it. <laughs> I'm putting it in my own words. God can you stand Saul. After a while, God couldn't stand Saul. Amen. Saul, got him. Saul just kept doing stuff, just stupid, just stupid stuff. But he's yet sat in that seat. But then God also sent him a, a, a spirit to vex his spirit, to vex him. I mean, um, Brother Derek was on here earlier, but we're talking about that earlier. He sent that spirit to vex him. And the only one who could get it off him was the one who was truly anointed to be king. The one to take his place. <laughs> Look at God. God to do some crazy things and you won't understand why. You won't understand why. David could have killed Saul, but he never did. Amen. So we got David chose to posture himself in a place where he was always able to be used by God. Um, God must be served in the spirit and with the understanding that God doesn't ask anything that is too hard for us. We might think it's hard, but in the end, it all works out for our good. So worship gets us prepared to encounter a supernatural God who desires to use us in a supernatural way. Amen. So that is the end of our Bible study. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we will meet again next Tuesday. If you wanted to sow into the ministry, please do so by Brianna276. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Cash out. You can cash out. Uh, dollar sign Brianna39. If you want to sow into the ministry and just put in a tag so that you're sowing into the ministry so I can put it in the correct account. Um, again, I thank you guys. Um, hopefully you can join us again next week. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Um, and again, this is open. And so um, don't feel like you have to get on here and just be quiet. If you have questions, if you want to um, input or if you wanted to, if you want to contribute, please do so. And so again, I thank you everybody for coming and I see you again next week. Thank you for joining us and don't forget to subscribe and share. Thank you for your support and don't forget, if you'd like to show your support, you can find the link in the description. Join our online community via Facebook at Woman to Woman Inspire. We love you and remember, you are an inspiration. See you next Tuesday.